Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter Lowry and not those of Sierra Ridge or Next Financial Group. to the Wealth Accelerator podcast. All right, how many people are officially panicked about the market now? I mean, come on, Hunter, you told us it was a buying opportunity, but the market just keeps going down. I can't keep losing money. Well, sorry to tell you, but I'm sticking with my guns. I still believe this is a great buying opportunity. Can the market potentially go lower? Yes, of course. But are there still good investment options out there? Yeah, I definitely think so. And have you actually lost money on the positions that you're currently holding? No, you haven't. All right, guys, this is key. You haven't actually lost money until you sell the position and lock in those losses. Even if your favorite stock has gotten crushed this week and you didn't sell earlier in the week, you still at least have the potential for the stock to rise again and get your money back and continue to make money. And this is gonna happen. This virus isn't gonna last forever. And really all of this craziness being driven by the virus, like I explained before, of course people are panicking, but also supply chains are being hit really hard and investors are just not sure how to respond to that. So what kind of investment should we be looking into then? And how long do we wait until we join the panic and sell everything and just sit in cash? Well, to answer the second part of that question, it totally depends on your goals and your time horizon. If you're planning on retiring soon in the next couple of years, then the amount of risk that you should have been taking on, it should have been very small anyway. So of course you aren't killing it right now, but you shouldn't be losing horribly either. Now, if you're younger, not retiring for 20 or more years, then man, this is such a blink of an eye. I mean, you have 20 or more years to make this back up and keep making money. And guys, this has been just one week. I know it's a scary week and we're really working hard over here to do everything we can to minimize the losses right now because that's really what active management is supposed to do. However, I don't believe that you can get completely out of the market because at some point we're gonna see a major rebound and I don't wanna be on the sidelines when that happens. So let's talk about some smart ways to invest right now with all this volatility. What's the major concern the coronavirus is presenting us with? Of course, getting sick and people are afraid of death, but due to this fear, people are staying at home and working remote, staying away from public places. And what type of companies can you utilize from your house? Online shopping markets like Etsy, online video conferencing like Zoom Video or Ring Central. Companies where supply chains overseas are not gonna be affecting their bottom line. These opportunities are out there. You don't have to flee to the bond market and get close to nothing in returns over there. Of course your portfolio just should already have some bond positions built in, but guys, we can't let just one week change the outlook for your long-term goals and make quick decisions. Taking a little bit off the table and sitting in cash to buy back into some distressed positions, great idea, I like that a lot. Taking everything off the table and sitting in cash for the rest of the year in panic mode, I really think that you're gonna regret that decision if and when we see the market spring back forward. 
Okay, so with all of this, I wanna talk about active versus passive management. So there are really two different ways to look at investing and to go about it. One, you can be a passive investor, putting your money into indexes and just letting it ride over the long run. Because, right, the market should always go up in the long run. Or two, you can actively utilize different mutual funds, ETFs, individual stocks, and rebalance between different sectors as the markets change. And really one of the biggest things that I hear from prospects of why they don't think they need help managing their money is that they believe passive investing is better in the long run. People tell me, Hunter, man, I don't need to be moving my money and actively managing it. Over time, the S&P is always going to grow, so why don't I just leave my money in there and let it ride? Okay, fair enough. We've been in a bull market now for the last 11 years, the longest in history. So yes, your account managing it passively, it's been continuously growing. Now, when we're speaking about just growth, are active managers always going to outperform the S&P? <laughs> well, that totally depends so much on the risk tolerance that you're willing to take on, on your time horizon. I mean, is even competing with the S&P a good goal that you should be taking on? A lot of times it's not. If a client's gonna be retiring in the next five years, there's no way that my goal for them is to beat the S&P on the upside. Because in order to beat the major indexes on the upside, you have to be willing to lose more than them on the downside also. If you wanna be ultra aggressive and try to outperform the indexes, then yes, that's something we can work to do. But then you would have to have seen your portfolio fall as hard as the indexes did last week also. The Dow was down 12%, S&P fell 11.5%, NASDAQ fell 10%. That's one week. Everything you earned last year, you could have lost it in almost a single week if you were overexposed. So this is why I believe active management is so important. Because none of my portfolios got hit as hard as the major indexes did. And this is what I tell my clients constantly. I'll always let them know, hey, we have to keep in perspective the goals that you're telling me about. And we can't get greedy here. Because with your model, we're not going to be chasing the same returns as the major indexes. So we're not going to see the big upswings in huge years like last year. However, what we're going to do is really protect you on the downside. Because that's where you're going to make your money. When people lose 12% in a week and we lose five, then as the market climbs back up, we're gonna be back making money again on the year so much quicker than those who are still just fighting to get back to net even. And that's what active management is for and that's what I tell my clients. So I wanna just really briefly explain how we run our models and why active management can protect our clients so well. And there's really two things with our models. And I'm gonna be getting into the weeds here a little bit, but hopefully this kind of helps all make sense. So the two things that I want you to keep in mind are called alpha and beta. Alpha, it represents the excess return of an investment relative to the return of the benchmark. So for a very aggressive portfolio, our benchmark could be the S&P 500. So our alpha would be the amount of return we get above what the S&P gets over a specific time period. Now, beta represents the amount of volatility or systematic risk your model has. So it's basically a measurement of the amount of risk that you're taking on. If we have a beta of one for your model, then basically it corresponds directly with the market. If the market goes up 2%, your portfolio should go up 2%. If it falls 2%, it should fall 2% also. If we have a beta of more than one, then your portfolio should gain more than the market on good years, but it'll also lose more than the market on bad years. Then, obviously with a beta of less than one, that's a more conservative model and will gain less than the market on good years, but also lose less than the market on bad years. 
Okay, so basically, in a perfect world, we would want to create a model with a low beta, low volatility, and a high alpha, high returns, right? Now, with indexing, this isn't really possible because you're investing in whichever index you pick, so you're pretty much locking into that beta and alpha that corresponds with that particular index. In order to create something that can have a low beta and a high alpha, we need to use something called diversification along with active management strategies. So the way we do this at Sierra Ridge is we use what we call a core and satellite model. The core part of the model is where the majority of each client's money is invested. You know, that percentage, it varies depending on the risk level that they're willing to take on. But with the core model, we're investing in different mutual funds and ETFs across all different sectors. I mean, we have bond mutual funds, emerging market mutual funds, microcap ETFs, technology ETFs. It's spread out all over different areas of the market. And these investments, they're only going to be changing about eh, twice a year as we reanalyze where we see the market going forward. And if what I just said about mutual funds and ETFs, if sounds like I'm speaking Japanese, don't worry. Trust me, you're not alone with that. Um, I actually explain all that stuff every time the first meeting that I have with clients. And I'll go over that in another episode, but I don't want to put you all to sleep just during this one episode. So we'll just keep rolling with it. So this core part of the model, it performs well. You know, but it's not going to create enormous returns. It's there to provide us that cushion exactly for what happened last week. And this is how we produce that lower beta. Again, the size of the cushion that we create for you, it totally is going to depend on your risk tolerance and goals. But that's what the core is designed to do. All right, so now we have our low beta. Perfect. Everyone likes to limit volatility. But how do we get that alpha and get some higher returns? Well, that's what the satellite positions are mostly for. Our satellite plays, they're short-term plays, usually in individual stocks. And this is where we find companies who have had their stock prices beaten up because of overreactions in the market, and we jump in when we believe that they're way undervalued. And these are the type of plays that I've been mentioning to you guys over the last couple episodes. And, you know, I've done this with Tesla, PG&E, WWE, NVIDIA, TD Ameritrade, MPC. I mean, I went through a lot of satellite plays this last year and into this year. But I don't usually hold on to these for years at a time. I'll get in when, you know, if we believe it's way undervalued, hopefully it shoots back up and we get out, freeing back up that cash in order to take advantage of another position that we find. And again, depending on the risk tolerance of the client, sometimes I may only buy in with 2% of a portfolio for a single stock position. Sometimes I'll buy in 10 to, 10 to 15%. Totally depends on the goals each client has. But this is where we generate that alpha. I mean, with Tesla this year, we're able to generate around an 80% return in about a three-week period. So that helps get some of the big returns, while the core is still chugging along, providing that safety net in case things go wrong with the market like what happened last week. All right, I know that's kind of a lot, and hopefully that helps make sense. But I just wanted to lay out for you how our models work, because with everything that's going on with the market right now and the panic that some investors are feeling, that just tells me that people don't have their portfolios set up correctly. Because like I said, something like the coronavirus and the way the market has responded, it doesn't send us into panic mode. We already had this built in and we were prepared. If anything, it's just presenting new buying opportunities that we can take advantage of with those satellite positions. And we've already begun doing this. So if you're currently feeling panicked and feel that your portfolio isn't responding the way you want, then I'd love to take a look at it with you and offer my advice. At least just give you a second opinion and help alleviate some of that anxiety and anxiousness you may be feeling heading into the rest of the year. Oh, and another thing that I'm telling my clients right now, interest rates are extremely low. So if you haven't done so, I would highly recommend going out and seeing what rates you could get for refinancing your home. 
you could be saving a ton of money doing this. And this isn't something that I do, but as a financial advisor, I do my best to help my clients with all aspects of their financial lives, not just the investments. But anyways, again, if you want my help or just a second opinion with your current portfolio and your overall financial position, go jump over to my website at hunterlowry.com and you can schedule a call with me right there. And we can get to taking advantage of what the market is presenting us right now. Remember guys, don't panic. If you have a good plan in place, stay the course. Things are going to be just fine. Thanks for listening, guys. I really, truly appreciate your support. Have a great rest of your day, everybody.